Welcome to this episode of Iron Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ian Quist. If you aren't already subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Wow, episode six. Welcome back, everybody. It's Dr. Ian Quist with Iron Mind Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk to you about a diagram that I use a lot of times with patients that are working through some of their limiting beliefs on their potential, their potential for health um, specifically, but just their potential overall. So today, we're going to talk about be, do, have triangle. So if you're not driving and you have a piece of paper handy, um, you know you can draw a triangle, and on each point, you're going to write the word be, and then on the next point, do, and the last one, have. And this is how it works, okay? So B is beliefs. Do is your actions. And have is kind of your outcome. It's what you have. So the example that I talk to people a lot about, um, first of all, is that you're, you're, I'll give you the example in a second, but your beliefs are going to dictate what you do. And what you do is going to dictate what you what you have. And what you have then will confirm your belief. The problem is it's going to confirm that belief whether that belief is true or not. And so many of us have beliefs from our childhood, from our mothers and fathers and teachers and preachers and um, the news and the government and everything else about you know what, what we're going to do, what we're going to have, how we're going to um, live through our lives. And the reality is, is that those are often not true those beliefs um you know i've had a a wonderful wonderful upbringing with very supportive parents that uh they always were they were there they they still are and always have been there for me with my with my dreams of what i wanted to do and what i wanted to have and of course i've married my life partner that is my best friend that also helps me with those um beliefs and helping me with uh, what i have and again, as always, when I talk about what you have, I'm not talking about the physical presence of things only. It, it, not that that's a bad thing, but it's, that's not what we're talking about. So here's the example. Um, let's say it's a you know 32-year-old that has a belief that he will most likely die of a heart attack before he is 55 years old. And the reason for that belief is that every male in his family has has died before 55 of a heart attack. So guess what that 32-year-old does, right? Guess what his actions are? Um, a lot of people are like, well, if I'm going to die at, at 50 or 55 years old, I might as well smoke and drink and have a great time. And why would I waste time exercising or, um, you know, eating healthy? And so by doing that, guess what they have? They have, they have poor health, which then confirms their belief that they're likely not ever going to see 55 years of age. So they, they go to their doctor and the doctor does their blood work and says, boy, if you keep this up, you're going to be dead before you're 55. So again, a confirmation of their belief that, that they won't live that long. So what happens is the only way to, to the, the best way to, to reverse this or to change this is to kind of you know go go through this triangle backwards now and i would say to that person who's now 30 37 let's say they come into my office five years later and i say well what do you want to have and they say well to be honest with you i'd love to have better health i've got two little kids now and you know i'd hate for them to grow up without a dad and my 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 wife is amazing and you know i i'd like to be here to support her for as long as i can 
So I said, well, if you want to have that, what would you have to do? Because we're going to work backwards, right? Well, I'd probably have to stop smoking and, you know, maybe start going out for walks and stop going to McDonald's every day or any other fast food restaurant, um, start eating healthy. And, you know, most people know what they need to do, by the way. And so what happens is we, we're going to start instead of be, do, have. Now I'm going to be, do, have, be. And what happens is I said, well, let's, let's just try this for a short period of time, right? Like, do you think you could, for, for one week, could you, could you make those choices? Like if I said to you, you know, today's Tuesday and um, between now and next Tuesday, I want you to avoid eating out. I want you to make better choices when it comes to your health. I'd like to see you decrease your smoking. I mean, I'm not going to ask you to quit right now. Let's just, let's just, you know, smoke, you know, less than you currently are and get out and do a, a 20 minute walk three times this week, right? So just some small, small steps. And so what happens is that they do that and after the week, you know, we revisit it and they realize it wasn't as horrible as they thought it was going to be and they recognize all of a sudden that they're maybe sleeping better or that their mind's a bit clearer. You know, they have these these small little wins, right? So I'm like, well, let's just try it for, for you know, two, two more weeks, okay? And of course, what happens is over a period of time, they start to recognize that by doing those things, they end up having better health. And all we've done is now when you go from do have back to be, their belief starts to shift. And the belief is that they don't actually have to die before they're 55 of a heart attack, right? What they've done is they've had their genetic predisposition for, for heart disease. And they take what they were taught growing up, which was those poor lifestyle choices. And when you do that and you all of a sudden have this... Um, predisposition genetically for heart disease and you participate in that same activity guess what you end up with well you end up with the heart attack before you're 55 years old and so we just need to shift that um, action to give them a different outcome which then confirms their new belief that they are capable of of overriding that and the example i use um, to help people with that is that you know there there is a genetic predisposition to alcoholism um, and again, some of that's through behavior of seeing things in your home growing up. And some of it's just that some people are predisposed to that. So the question I'll ask you is that if, if alcoholism, if, if there's a gene for alcoholism, does that mean that if you have that gene, that you are going to be an alcoholic, that you're going to wake up every day with a hangover? Of course not, right? The only way that you're going to end up with a hangover or become an alcoholic is what? What do you have to do? You have, you have to participate in the action, which is that you have to drink. So, so you have the ability to override that, that genetic predisposition, predisposition of alcoholism by simply avoiding alcohol, right? By not partaking in the lifestyle that would produce that, that type of behavior. And so the same thing happens for a person that, let's say, has a genetic predisposition for heart disease. And we can go through this for cancer or arthritis or anything else. And what happens is that if you minimize or eliminate the, the lifestyle choices that are going to turn that genetic marker on, you can decrease, if not eliminate, the risk of that genetic marker ever showing up, right? So if a person never, ever, ever touched alcohol, the, the chances of them becoming alcoholic are or zero, right? If they never ever drink, they'll never ever be addicted to it. And so I need you to recognize that. And, you know, we can't use that as our excuse or a reason as to why we're, why we're 
dealing with all these different health concerns. It's not it's not a life sentence. You know, you you have that ability to choose. We talked about that on the last episode, right? And it's hard to hear that you're choosing poor health or that you're choosing disease. And there's always exceptions to this. Don't, you know, don't, don't, I, I fully recognize that. But I'm telling you right now that there's a really great chance that that, that limiting belief that you've had about the fact that it's impossible for you to be healthy is simply not true. It's not. Um, if you go, so I'm going to probably have to, maybe I'll have a Facebook page or something at some point for this, but I have a great picture of my wife and I from, I believe it's 2003. Matter of fact, there's a video on my website. So if you go to doctor, so www.driannquist.ca, that's my um, clinic Facebook page, or sorry, my clinic webpage. But if you go there, there's, um, there's a video of a man and I and uh, you'll you'll be able to see us and hear a little chat that we did with the program that I used to belong to called Warrior Coaching, which is an amazing program that that had a massive impact in a positive way on on um, on both of our lives. And you're going to see a before picture of us, which was taken in 2002, I believe, 2001 or 2002, 2001. It was 2000. It was my niece's baptism, so it was 2001. And um, so now we're talking, you know, 19 years ago, and I was about 50 pounds heavier than I am currently, and Amanda was about 100 pounds heavier than she is currently, and we made a choice about five, uh, seven years ago, and said that, um, you know, and this is where a lot of these topics are going to come up from, and it's from stuff that I've been through, and it's not, I've not always been an Ironman, I was never a runner, um, you know, I, I did a bit of cycling, I was, I was a healthy guy. And then in my mid to late 20s, when I was in school for nine years, my, my behaviors became somewhat destructive in the sense that I, you know, didn't have a ton of money. So you'd eat out, um, eat cheap food that was not good for me. And I, I started to gain weight. And I saw the picture that's, that's on that video. And I was like, whoa, who's that fat guy? And realized it was me and that I wanted to make some changes. So I committed to it then at that point. And I've used a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about um, that I'm going to be talking about over these different podcasts about choices and deciding that I didn't want that life and that I had to choose a different future. And I did. Um, I was very motivated by having, you know, two two beautiful children that I wanted them to see, you know, health. I wanted them to think it was normal to go for a run, not that it was normal to sit around and eat Big Macs and to, you know, have diabetes or any other lifestyle conditions that were totally in my control and lie to myself about the fact that they're not in my control. So, Anyway, um, go go look at www.drianquist.ca and um, you'll be able to see a video of us that uh, that I think is it's empowering and should be something that could help help you. And it was this be do have was part of my process of of seeing this this change and leading us to a healthy choice uh, healthy choices and, and a better lifestyle and. Um, I can tell you, I do not regret any of it. And, you know, it's, it's amazing the things that I'm doing and how I feel, you know, I'm going to be 49 in a couple months and, you know, I'm, I'm excited to turn 50 and to be, uh, you know, just ridiculously healthy and taking great care of myself, making great choices and loving my life and, and leading other people to, to healthy lives. And so, um, I want you to start to think about that little triangle. Be, do have, what beliefs do you have? that are dictating 
the actions that you're choosing, which then give you a certain outcome, which that outcome then is confirming the belief that you have, whether it's true or whether it's a lie. And, uh, you know, we can change those beliefs. Um, they're, they're tough to change, especially if they've been with us for 40, 50, 60 years. But the, the reality is I, I believe in you. I know that you have the potential to live, you know, a, a great life. Just start making some better choices. And don't don't make it about missing out on everything. Like I said earlier, um, when I've coached people in the past with, um, you know, a lot of people, most people when they come for coaching really want to lose weight. That's kind of their big thing. And I, I try not to take anything away. I always add something. So so instead of, you know, talking to somebody who eats a donut every morning on their way to work, I don't say stop eating a donut. I'm like, why don't you eat an apple first? Just take an apple in the car, have an apple first. And then, you know, when you're hungry, have your donut. And over a very short period of time, the person's choosing to not eat their, their donut because they feel full with their apple. They're satisfied with it. So instead of, instead of always making this about taking something away and feeling like you're depriving yourself... Um, just start to add some better choices, add better foods, add some exercise. If you go, if a person wants to quit smoking, um, you know, add in a 20 minute walk and do one thing when you go for that walk. I don't care if it's 20, 30 or 40 minutes, do not smoke on your walk. Don't make that part of your walk, right? So you want to have another activity that you're going to do that you're going to substitute for when you want a cigarette, I'm going to go for a quick walk and never, ever, ever am I going to smoke when I go for my walk. Okay. So um, and I'm not picking on the smokers, by the way. I'm, you know, I'm just talking about lifestyle stuff. But so anyway, start to focus on the things that you can change. Um, don't hesitate to reach out. You could go to that same website and under contact us if you have any feedback about my podcast that I've been doing, um, anything that you'd love to to hear me talk about that you feel might help you um, get over a hump or some of the challenges that you're dealing with. I'd be, I'd be, I'd love to hear from you. Um, so if you go to www.dreianquist.com and um, go to contact us, send send an email. I'll I'll get the email, and I will. I'm you know I look forward to hearing from you, and then I will do a podcast uh, topic based on maybe some of the things that you're struggling with right now, and you just want to get some tips on how to how to get through that. So anyway, that's it for episode six. I can't believe I'm already on my sixth episode, um, and uh, I love looking at the demographics on the podcast website to see where some of you guys are from um i'm I'm in canada but we've had people from sweden uh new zealand australia the netherlands the united states canada um gosh i'm trying to remember where else there's there's a whole bunch of different countries which is just absolutely awesome because that's my vision with this is be able to reach people from all over the world and help them live a better life so bless you have a wonderful day and uh you know you're awesome stick with it